I'm really pleased to be joined today by the Reverend Paul Cowley, MBE, who is uh, a great friend of ours. And um, we uh, knew you very well, uh, Paul, in, in London, uh, working together at HTB for a long time. Jill, my wife, worked with you and she loved that um, for the years that she works running the homeless shelter. But we'll sort of come back to all that stuff. You're also the author of uh, uh, an amazing book, uh, which is right here. Uh, Thief, prisoner, soldier, priest, which is um, is your story, and uh, again, we'll sort of delve into some of that stuff. But um, Paul, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, uh, You've come down to St Nick's uh, to come and speak at Alpha before, but it's great to have you um, here joining us on a Sunday for our Sunday service. Um, just Paul, just uh, it'd be great for us to hear just a little bit about your your background. You're speaking to us from London, where you live now, but um, that always wasn't wasn't always the case. So. Just take us back to um, a little bit about your, your background when you were growing up. Um, born into a dysfunctional family. Both my parents were alcoholics raised in Manchester. My parents were from Liverpool, um, expelled from school at 15, on the streets at 15, 16, um, moved into a squat, got in trouble with the police, um, went to prison uh, called Risley, HMP Risley, uh, came out of there, joined the army, Spent the next 17 years nearly in, in the military. Um, two marriages, two divorces. Uh, I abandoned my son of three from my first marriage. Uh, and a man of bad character, let's put it that way. So almost an alcoholic like my parents, uh, no faith at all. And at the age of 40, uh, a couple of things happened. I met someone, an ex-army colleague who'd become a, a Christian and he introduced me to God in a pretty weird way. And then I did an alpha course. Uh, and I found faith. And from that, oh dear, what happened then? I just fell in love with my girlfriend. Uh, we got married. We've been together for 34 years. I've got my son back in my life. I'm ordained and all that happened. Priest in the Church of England. And I work now with people like myself, really. Uh, those who are just a bit lost in the hopeless situation, marginalized and, uh, and need God. Uh, tell us what happened on your your faith because you had didn't come from a christian background no my my parents were both non non-believers um the whole cowley family background wise had, had nothing to do with god so you know you you're born into what you're born into so i was a, a non-believer a person of non-faith and then i got invited by actually by it was amanda's brother james who invited me to do an alpha course whatever that was and I, I strolled up to Holy Trinity Brompton, um, looked at this course. It was free. You got some food. It was about God. I wanted to find out what Eric was into. Uh, and I did the Alpha course. And it was on there. To me, the, 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 the most amazing part was the group. The talks were great. Nikki was giving talks. But the group was such a sort of, um, you know, I wasn't very social. Um, I, I was pretty grumpy. I was pretty sort of standoffish and, and actually scared of relationships. And it was that group that just loved me un unconditionally. Uh, and it was that actually that made me go back every week because they were just interesting characters. And, you know, I was probably the worst out of all of them, but they never said anything about that at all. And uh, it's a question that I, I regularly ask people, what, what difference did <laughs> Jesus make to your life? I don't even know how to start to answer that question, Toby. You know, um, one of the things that he gave me was was hope. 
you know, there's a bit in Proverbs that says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Uh, and I was really sick. You know, I looked good. I was, you know, in uniform, good soldier, could play the game, you know, could make acquaintances, all play, play around. But inside my heart was really sick because I had no hope. I was in a hopeless situation. Um, and even the army, all the things I did and travel and, and careers and things was fantastic, but, but still hopeless. And when I felt God, you know, when, I, when he found me, rescued me, saved me, you know, through Eric and through the Alpha course, it was an extraordinary opportunity, I think, to, to change. I know that sounds cliched, but to change and, and walk in that hope. Um, and he gave me a purpose. You know, reconciliation is, is a theme through the Bible. Uh, and that's been amazing with me. I, you know, I got reconciled with my father uh, before he died, reconciled with my mother after she died. You know, they both became Christians in different ways. So I will see them again eventually. It was a bit troubled on this, this planet, but it will be better somewhere else. Reconciled with my son, who I said I left when he was three. You know, when I became when I became a Christian and joined the home group, Clinton, yeah. When I joined the home group, they were determined to pray for reconciliation, which I didn't want. Uh, and then I got a phone call from, from my ex-wife uh, to see Clinton. He was in trouble. We met and, you know, he's 42 now and, and we speak every day. It, so the theme of reconciliation, I had, he had a lot of work to do with me. I got reconciled with both my ex-wives. I wrote to both of them apologize for my behavior you know i got some lovely correspondence back i made my peace with with um with with most people i've really tried to you know the 12-step program where, where you can make your peace i've really tried to do that and god has really honored that reconciliation amazing and you you received an mbe uh, from Prince Charles, I think it was, who gave you the MBE for, for your services to ex-offenders, um, which is amazing. But um, tell us a little bit about your, your passion now for those in prison. Uh, why, do you, why do you do what you do now? I mean, I, I think the, sta I mean, the, the, the stats are 80% uh, of UK prisons have been running Alpha, which you started in the prisons all those years ago. Um, 70,000 uh, men and women have been through Alpha in prison. Uh, and and you run caring for ex-offenders for for those who left prison. But what is it that motivates you to do all that you do? Toby, I think quickly the the reason I'm motivated is through the grace of God. You know, my own journey, which is in that book, and we've chatted a bit about it. And most of the people that I meet in prison, they're criminals. They're serving their sentences. But when you unpack their life story, most of the time, predictably, there's a lack of hope. And there's a, there's a lack of sort of um, purpose and ambition. Uh, and the reason I'm passionate about men and women in prison is just to give them the opportunity to maybe step up off, off where they are, just to see if God exists with the Alpha Course, just to explore him, experience it, and just see if he can change their lives, which I know he can, but you've got to find out that bit yourself. So the aftercare of men and women coming out of prison is really important, reducing reoffending rates and just giving people hope. You know, a piece of scripture again in Matthew 25 says, you know, I was hungry, I was sick, I was lonely, I was naked and I was in prison and you helped me. So, so that's what I want to do really, uh, based on my own background. And you talk about your background and you mentioned some of the places where 
relationships have been difficult. You know, you mentioned your father, your son, your two marriages. Um, but how has your faith helped you in building trust, building relationship? Oh, good question, Toby. I think all the way through the Bible, there's a theme of reconciliation and also one of hope uh, and that we are unique and, and special, really. We just don't realize that. My faith has given me the strength to go into these relationships and, and ask for forgiveness. That may sound easy to some people, but, but it isn't. You know, with my father, which was a very difficult, a very difficult man, my mother, you know, what happened to her and, and how she sort of left and then died when I got her back. My son, who I abandoned, you know, my two ex-wives. I think my faith, well, I know my faith has given me the strength and hope that it's just my part to play. Whether I get anything back from those people is in one way irrelevant. It's nice if it happens, but it's, a, but it's about me. It's about me trying to make my peace and live my life. So my faith has given me the strength to all those people that I've been reconciled till now. It's God that's given me the strength to do that mm. and the hope to keep going. And I know that you, you describe in, in the book about your your dad and and one particular moment about sort of trust and him him teaching you about that in his own way just say a little bit about that yeah my dad was a you know in his prime he was about six foot four and an enormous character he was one of those people that when he walked into a room he was like the center of attraction but you know in, in a dysfunctional way but but he was this this character and um, quite tough and then he would play this game where he'd sit me on a wall um and get me to sit on it and then jump into his arms, which is a real, you know, great game of trust and dare. Uh, and then my dad being my dad, he'd get me to sort of squat on the wall and dive into his arms. And then he'd get me to stand on the wall and dive into his arms. And every time from the sit, the squat, the stand, he'd move further and further away. So I'd have to, you know, the standing was a real sort of dive into his arms. Uh, and we used to do that a lot. And then he'd swing me around and it was great. And one day when we got to that point of standing and diving, I dived into his arms and, and he just moved. He just moved to the side. And obviously I fell on the ground. He picked me up and we walked home in silence. I mean, it was my dad, we didn't speak much. But when we got home, my mum went ballistic. I mean, extraordinary. And I got sent to bed, cleaned up and sent to bed. And I remember the argument, which I won't repeat on here, but basically my mum says, you know, what on earth were you doing with Paul? And I remember my dad's words. I remember him saying, I wanted to teach Paul a lesson. I wanted to teach him that he should never really trust anybody because they'll always let him down and they'll always move away. So, so that was my dad in his sort of dysfunctional way trying to teach me a really hard lesson. But the trouble with that is even from eight and nine, that, that, that lesson of not trusting anyone stayed with me a very, very long time. And you, you mentioned your son, um, Clinton. You've now got your relationship with back with him and, and you've been married to a man of 25 years. Uh, just say a little bit about how that happened. Yeah, again, piece of scripture that says, God will restore the years that the locusts have eaten. You know, most of the years I lost were absolutely my fault. You know, the, the two women I married were amazing women, just wrong time, wrong person. Um, so my fault completely. Uh, and, and my son, you know, get, I lost all those years with him from three to around about 16, you know, on and off. Um, but we have a fantastic relationship. Clinton's 42 now. He's married. He's very happy. Um, and we have, 
you know, again, a bit in the Bible, it says that, that you can be closer than a brother. Um, you know, I know he's my son, but we are very close. You know, my daughter, uh, Phoebe, now who's 22, is, knows my story, but, you know, a different dad. Um, so God restores relationships. And, uh, and with Amanda, you know, together for 34 years, married for 27, faithful to her, I would have said that was impossible um, to do. I don't know how that's possible, but only with God have I had the strength and the faith to, um, when things get tough, to have people around me. And I'm not scared of asking for help. I would definitely ask for help if I need it. Uh, and that's what God does. And your book, um, it, it, you've, I think you've been able to now distribute it in some of the prisons, which is really exciting. Yeah, through the, you know, the, the generosity of a, of a few characters, they've uh, given some funds and we've been able to put um, 50 books in every single prison in the United Kingdom, every prison, Channel Islands, Isle of Man, Northern Ireland, Scotland, everywhere in the United Kingdom. And that's just over 7,000 books. So my prayer is that those books land with the people that really need hope and they can see that no matter what you've done or where you've been, we have a God that restores your life. Amazing, Paul. If you've got anything that you'd love to say, our congregation at St Nick, some online, uh, some in the building, if there's any piece of wisdom or something you'd like to say to them, what would you, what would you say to them? I'd want to say, don't let your past dictate your future. You know, you are unique, you are special, you are gifted, there's nobody like you, and there never will be anybody like you. And uh, for me, you know, 40 years in the wilderness before I found God. And I wish in some ways someone had told me about him when I was a child. You know, my parents, maybe school, maybe prison, maybe somewhere, maybe the army. But it never happened for me. So nearly 40 before someone spoke to me about God. And that person told me about God, but also said, why don't you try an Alpha course, Paul? Uh, and I did that course and it's where my faith came alive. It's where I started to understand that I am loved and I'm wanted, and there's a purpose for me. So, Toby, I'd say to anybody, you know, Alpha's now online because of COVID, and it's really easy to sit in your kitchen or your front room and just do an Alpha course and find out about a bit, a bit about God, because you just never know. You never know what could happen. So my recommendation is try an Alpha course and just see what happens. You'll meet some nice people if you get anything out of it. Paul, thank you so much. So glad that you could join us today uh, at St. Nick's and hopefully we'll see you in person at some point, but thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Lots of love. Thank you, Toby. Take care. Bye. Bye.